John Armstrong is the chief operating officer of Pegasus Pictures, a locally owned and based production company. Pegasus Pictures works with a mind of community-focused production, dabbling in many forms of outreach in the community. They recently had two films in the Heartland Film Festival. In today's community report, I talk with Armstrong about the Heartland Film Festival and what Pegasus Pictures does throughout the community. I'm sitting down with John Armstrong today, who's the Chief Operating Officer of Pegasus Pictures, LLC, and a producer of their most recent feature film, Ms. White Light. Hi, John. It's so glad to have you here today. Hey, thanks for having me in. Happy to talk about yeah. everything. So can you talk to us a little bit about just the journey of Pegasus Pictures and how you came to be and decided to settle in Bloomington, Indiana? Yeah, well, it's it's been quite a journey indeed. Mm-hmm. We started, my business partner and I, Zachary Spicer, sat down for a beer in New York City mm-hmm. in 2014, and he had this crazy idea of producing a movie, and he'd never done it, I had never done it, and we said, well, let's see if we can figure it out. And one of the central ideas was doing it back in Indiana, where we were both from, and had met during our time at Indiana University. Mm-hmm. The film was called The Good Catholic, and it was set in a college town, and it made natural sense to do it <laughs> in Bloomington, um, mostly because we didn't know what we were doing, and we said, we're going to need to rely on a lot of people for support, mm-hmm. and we can't be running around trying to figure out where the grocery store is in a yep. town we don't know. So we're like, <laughs> let's, let's do it in a familiar place. And then also the idea that if you do something newsworthy, perhaps you could rally a lot of support. Mm-hmm. And because Indiana doesn't have uh, a broad film industry, so to speak, we thought, hey, maybe it'll maybe you can make a, a big deal out of it. And what started as just kind of an idea for getting one movie done has become our company's mission and my life's work. Mm-hmm. We decided that in the release of The Good Catholic in 2017, we needed to have the next film ready to go. Mm-hmm. So that film is Ms. White Light, also written and directed by our friend Paul Schulberg, who mm-hmm. was in grad school with me at IU as a playwright. He wrote and directed The Good Catholic as well. And we literally went into production about, I don't know, a month after we released The Good Catholic. Wow. And with that production, I uprooted everything I had in New York <laughs> and came back to settle in Indiana. Wasn't quite sure where I would settle. <laughs> at the time, my address was the Four Winds Marina and Resort down <laughs> Lake Monroe, where we were housing for, for Ms. White Light. And then I just kind of made the leap to pursue filmmaking in Indiana. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people from Indiana think that moving to L.A. or New York is a leap. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, there are industries there. <laughs> so I, I was terrified to come home. But also really, really excited mm-hmm. because um, I'm a Midwestern guy at yeah. heart. And <laughs> the coasts are kind of just a necessary evil. So from that point... Um, we got on the radar of Cook, mm-hmm. uh, Cook Group, and the president and CFO of Cook came to the set of Ms. Whitelight, which was in a warehouse on the south side of town. We had, had a makeshift soundstage, mm-hmm. and they said, what are you doing here? And we, I gave him the pitch and told him what our mission was, and, and since then, a lot of conversations began about our work and where we should set up shop, and Cook got behind us in a, in a great way helped us open a studio in town on 7th Street, and I've called Bloomington home ever since. So that's the uh, the question is, what's the journey? (laughs) Well, that's that's the backstory, and and that's what leads us here today. That's great, yeah. 
So have you had a hard time like finding people in the Midwest to work for you? Or are you just kind of, you know, since IU is here, are you just recruiting from their film department or where? where's your crew coming from? Uh, well, there's a lot of really experienced and talented people in Indiana. Mm-hmm. They're just more itinerant than perhaps in other places. You know, we, we pull from, from all over the region. Um, most people here make their living on commercial work mm-hmm. and <laughs> get paid more for those jobs than we can pay them <laughs> on independent films. But everyone's kind of, behind the cause. Mm-hmm. So really, we just started uh, putting out feelers and names popped up and we got people together and and it was it was awesome. Um, the only difference being on a coast, you know, if, if someone has a conflict or has to drop out, you can you can replace someone pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> in this area, it, you have to be resourceful mm-hmm. to, to find uh, enough crews. Sometimes you pull out of Chicago or, or Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's a small community um, and you can really rally them behind a cause. So mm-hmm. you just released um, Miss White Light, and uh, could you tell us a little bit about that film and the making of that film? Yeah, absolutely. Miss White Light is currently on the festival circuit, mm-hmm. so it hasn't had wide distribution yet. It will next year, but it, we made the film in 2017, and we said we were coming home to the Heartland Film Festival. We mm-hmm. said, we just got to bring this film back mm-hmm. to Bloomington. So we had our Bloomington premiere last week, and it was just such a wonderful success Great. and a lot of fun to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the process of Ms. White Light was a little different than the Good Catholic. The Catholic was uh, almost exclusively on location mm-hmm. at Trinity Church and at the Poor House and some different residences uh, around town. Mm-hmm. And as I said, Ms. White Light, we actually built a set in the soundstage and spent a majority of our time <laughs> there. However, we did get to film uh, on a Bloomington Transit bus at the convention center, at Monroe Hospital, at the Sycamore Land Trust. So uh, we were in the community as well, but mm-hmm. it was a slightly different process in terms of the creation. So actually, I came in on and watched a little bit of Miss White Light being filmed. Oh, great. I was a intern with the Bachelor Middle School like oh, television yeah, class. Oh, yeah, with Jeff Rudkin. Mm-hmm. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah. And so I came in for a little bit there and watched that happen. And yeah. Um, so do you have any other kind of like kind of feelers to younger kids around the community that Pegasus is involved with, oh, with like absolutely. coming in and seeing these things happening in town? Yeah, of course. Well, one thing that we have, we really proud to have started is the Bloomington Academy of Film and Theater. Mm-hmm. It's, hop- it's operating out of our studio on 7th Street. And really what we've done is partner with other theaters and arts organizations in town, including the Bloomington Playwrights Project and Cardinal Stage and then Pegasus to bring in the film component so that we can engage people of all ages. We have adult classes and youth classes to kind of create a community mm-hmm. and opportunity for people to get experience doing this thing that we do. And a big part of our work is outreach. So I've been over to Bachelor many, many times mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and gotten really close with Jeff because they do such incredible work yeah. at Bachelor. They're working on their first, I believe, full-length feature film. Really? Full-length? Yeah. It's a, you know, Jeff is an ambitious guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's a, an adaptation of Peter Pan. Okay. So they're going to do great stuff with that. Yeah. Whenever there's a film production happening, we always want to get set visits by mm-hmm. specifically young people to let them see the process. But what's, I think the most exciting thing we do for young people is a project we call Project Pegasus. Mm -hmm. And we're actually just about to launch it for this year. Literally, I think the site's going to go live tomorrow. (laughs) And what this is, is a statewide high school screenwriting competition. So it's for high school students. Uh And we accept short 
screenplay submissions from high school students all over the state. Mm -hmm. We select a winner and then we bring a film crew to their town and we make their movie on a professional level. Wow. Full scale. And that's a it, great opportunity. It is yeah. a great opportunity. <laughs> and it's uh, an incredible experience. I mean, it's it's full scale. Like we mm -hmm. do a feature film. It's just a shorter process. We try our best through our nonprofit organization yeah. to create as many opportunities as we can to mm -hmm. show young people in this area that cool things happen here, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you don't have to be from a coast mm -hmm. or a big city or move to one necessarily to create. Yeah. Especially in filmmaking. You know, mm -hmm. pick up your camera, go outside, find some friends and shoot something. Mm -hmm. And, you know great things can happen. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic message to spread around because coming from a film background, I know it's not very motivating sometimes You're to wake right. up in the Midwest and go right. out and shoot well, something. Well, the stories, <laughs> you know, it's all about telling good stories mm -hmm. and the stories from here um, aren't being told enough, I don't think. And part of it's to do with the tax legislation mm -hmm. uh, from the state, which we're working on. But part of it is just, I think there's this sort of complex that we don't matter. You know, we're mm -hmm. flyover state, mm -hmm. you know, but that's not true. I mean, we're the heartland and we are quintessential American stories. Yeah. And and there's a lot happening here and people just need to look around them and say there are great stories that need to be told and just start telling them. Um, so what exactly was your role going back to Miss White Light? Mm -hmm. You said um, you were one of the producers of the film. Is there anything else that you did on that set or were involved with? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, producer is everyone. People always ask me, what does a producer do? And I simply say, well, imagine you have a script in front of you and then ask yourself everything you need and then go find it. And that's what a producer does. So it's kind of like starting a business mm -hmm. every single time you do a film and putting together all the elements that require and hopefully you create chemistry that creates something awesome. So um, the Miss White Light and also the Miss Education of Vindu, mm -hmm. which is another film you're coming out yeah. with. Um, we're both in the Heartland Film Festival. That's right. So what was that experience like for your crew and everyone who went to that festival and got to see it? It was festival? like the most amazing homecoming we could have had. <laughs> to have two films in our mm -hmm. hometown film festival was just thrilling. I mean, like a celebration. Ms. White Light was Pegasus exclusively, so we created that film ourselves and uh, the miseducation of bindu was a co-production mm -hmm. with a company out of la called rulala and the co-owner ed tempe was from cathedral high school and they wanted to make that movie in indianapolis mm -hmm. his wife is of um pratna mohan is of indian descent mm -hmm. and the story centers around an indian american teenager dealing with the stresses of a mainstream <laughs> american high school mm -hmm. and they were trying to get it done in indianapolis from los angeles but as i said it's you know, getting people together is yeah. difficult and you really have to show up and knock on the doors and build that network, which we have been doing for some time. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, we connected and we said, let us produce this for you on the ground. And we did it as a collaboration. We were able to get Broad Ripple High School in Indianapolis, which okay. had just closed two mm -hmm. weeks before we filmed there. It's an iconic, beautiful high school. Mm -hmm. It's just a sad case of redistricting and that kind of thing. Yeah. But it was a wonderful backdrop for the movie. <laughs> And I believe it sold more tickets than any film ever at the Heartland really? Film Festival. Yeah, because it was a hometown movie. It was filmed right here in Indiana. It's an incredible story. And, you know, there were hundreds of extras. So wow. <laughs> everybody showed up to, to celebrate <laughs> it. And it won the Indiana Spotlight category at the Heartland Film Festival. And Heartland is, it's an incredible festival. We've been to several around the country now. And I mean, really that Hoosier hospitality. They roll mm -hmm. out the red carpet quite literally. <laughs> And, and 
make people feel welcome and appreciated. And they also do great work in connecting filmmakers, which is really one of the main reasons people attend film festivals mm-hmm. is to network. And it, it's really awesome. We were so, so proud and, and really excited. Yeah, that's that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations to you and everyone else and the team of Pegasus Pictures for everything that you've done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I just encourage everyone to keep an eye out for us. Um, go to a few websites, www.thebaft.org. They can find out about our classes, pegasuspictures.com, of course, and all the social media channels just to follow us. We make announcements about when we need extras. We just encourage people to follow us on the social. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Thanks. For WFHB, I'm Sydney Foreman.